good, good. For those of you who don't know me yet, my name is Allison Phillips. My husband, Lyle, and I pastor this amazing community here. And I have the joy of speaking with you guys this morning. But I'm wrestling out kind of the direction that we should head this morning. For those of you who've never spoken at a church before, no two messages are exactly the same. The way I give a message in a first service or second or third service, they're, not, they're never the same because we have to sense out what the Holy Spirit's doing and um, what is rising to the surface as we engage together with the presence of God. Because every group of, you know, every group kind of, as we worship, there's this unique expression of... God here in this place. So I'm kind of, I'm feeling it out. I feel like we've, we've had an encounter today. So I'm not sure if I want to instruct us or if I just want to lean into what God's doing right now. The kingdom of God is like a family where you get all the benefits that the dad has to offer. We have been born again into a community, into a family with a really, really loving, kind, good father. And this morning, I feel like as I was sitting on the front row worshiping that um, there was some stuff that the Lord wanted to bring healing to today. If you've never experienced the, the power or manifest presence of God, um, he is here to bring some restoration today. I feel that God wants to show himself faithful to us. And I don't know if this is for anybody. I'm stepping out on a limb this morning with some word of knowledge, if that's all right with you guys. Have you guys, are you guys okay with this? Okay. It gets a little crazy and that's okay. God is not tame, but he's really, really good. So this morning I was sitting on the front row and I felt, um, there, there was somebody in this room who had an issue in your spine, um, kind of maybe towards the top portion of your spine, just some, uh, something that was causing you severe amounts of pain um, in and out of different seasons. And I felt like the Lord wanted to show up today and, and, and bring some healing and restoration to your body. So if that's you, could you just raise your hand? Um, we would just love to pray with you this morning. I'm not going to embarrass you. You can even like lift it small because awesome. I see a couple of people. Okay. I have two, two friends here. Um, and family, would you join with me this morning? I want to pray over. I want to pray over some of our family members this morning, um, all together. Uh, I, there's nothing special about whoever's holding a microphone. We all hold the same Holy Spirit power within us, and so um, we're going to lay hands on on these people this morning, and we're going to see what God might do through us this morning. So, um, if you if that was you, I, there's one in the back and Tamara right here. If you're around them, could you just raise your hands and have? We're going to lay hands on you. We're going to pray that God. God would bring some his supernatural goodness, healing, love, mercy to your life this morning. Holy Spirit, we love you. We love that you are far better than what we could ask, think, or imagine. And today we declare that the kingdom of our God is coming 
and crashing into any misalignment in the body right now. Church, you can pray with me. Pray over the person that you're laying hands on. Just begin to declare healing and wholeness. Even if you don't know if you believe this yet, just start declaring it. Let's see what God can do. Let's see what God can do as we just lean into his goodness today. God, we believe you. We believe your word above any other word. And we declare healing and wholeness now by the grace and power of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? Amen. Well, if, you could, if, if there's something that you could test out, see how you're feeling. Is anybody feeling any breakthrough in their body? Awesome. Amazing. We don't claim to be professionals, right, at following the Holy Spirit. We just try our best to lean in and listen and do what he says when he asks. There's nothing about our lives walking before the Lord that is anything more than us just trying our best to say yes and yield and surrender to the presence of God in our lives. Amen? Right? None of us are professionals, me included, even though I don't do anything else but get to do this stuff. Not even am I a professional at this. The only professional is Jesus, right? And he's, he's a professional at love. And he's a professional at extending grace and mercy and kindness beyond anything we could think, ask, or imagine. And this morning, there's no exception to that. The same Jesus that died on the cross, that resurrected and extends life and mercy and forgiveness to us is here today with us. My sermon this morning is titled, The Yes Factor. We've been discussing over the last month and a half, the goodness of God. And we didn't necessarily know when we started off this journey that it would be so controversial to wrestle through and talk about God's goodness. But it is true, his goodness is offensive. When I cry justice, he's crying mercy. When I'm saying, crucify him, he's saying, forgive them. We have the outrageous opportunity to serve such a good and loving Father here together. Church is not stagnant and it shouldn't be boring because we are children of God and He is never stagnant, nor is He boring. So this morning, I want to speak to your soul a little bit, the emotion of who you are. Lyle, when he asked me to speak this week was like, hey, can you like bring a little bit of like the mom flavor, like the nurturing side of our community? And I was like, yes, that's what I do best. I love being a mom. I have two kids, two and almost 10 months. And 
I have found on my journey of motherhood that there is one thing that I don't do very well, and that is have grace when I feel misunderstood. I feel pushed into a corner and the fastest thing that comes out of me when I feel misunderstood or I feel backed into a corner is something that's not really pretty and it's kind of prickly and it's not very fun to deal with. And as we were on this adventure of discussing and learning about God's goodness, I I was reminded again about my role as a parent because we're learning to approach God as a good father. And, you know, I, I asked him one night while I was lying in bed because God, in my opinion, is the most misunderstood being in all of the universe, right? So misunderstood. And I asked him, God, does it ever hurt your feelings Does it ever get to you when you feel misunderstood? Do you feel grieved when you're misunderstood? Because I know that I do. As a parent, I feel as a wife, as a leader. Oh man, I feel grieved when I'm misunderstood. And I was like, God, do you feel grieved when you're misunderstood? And he said, yes. But in misunderstanding, I find the opportunity for relationship. It's like, as he's misunderstood, he extends an invitation to know him better. He's like, you don't get me. Here is an invitation to a deeper understanding of my love and my goodness and my forgiveness and the standard I set for your life. And I was dumbfounded by that response because that's completely not me. I'm like always a little bit on edge if I feel misunderstood. And he brought me to Proverbs because I find a lot of comfort in the Proverbs as I wrestle. Anybody else? Find wisdom, the Psalms too, because they sound a lot like me, right? When So I was brought to Proverbs 25, verse two. And in it, it says, it'll be on the screen behind me eventually. I'll just read it. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. To search out a matter is the glory of kings. We are kings. We are heirs. Inside of this glorious kingdom that God is such a loving father over. And I found it interesting that he has this way about him where he doesn't mind to be sought after. Like he doesn't mind to be misunderstood because he knows that inside of every human is wired this need for adventure and this need to uncover and this need to discover. And I believe this morning that God is revealing to us one of his greatest gifts to humanity. In the beginning, there was something that God put in the middle of the garden and it was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And that, my friends, is what I believe is one of the greatest gifts that God ever gave to humanity. He gave us the ability to choose, to choose him, to choose love, to choose his goodness, or to choose our own self-righteousness, our own measuring stick of life, our own law, our own understanding of his goodness. What a God to do that. The most perfect truth, extending an invitation to be chosen 
by the people that he created. What a secure God we serve. Only our king is like that, right? Only the God of the universe is that good that he would extend the opportunity to refuse him to say yes or to say no to him. And in that we find the greatest gift ever given to humanity. Out, out of choice, out of free will, we find all beautiful things, right? We find love, we find forgiveness, we find access to his heart, all out of choice. So this is what I mean when I say the yes factor of all of history and all religion with every God before, after, every idol that's been established, none has extended this, the yes factor to the people that he created. He could have hardwired us to just love him and yet he wanted our yes. I in no way, shape or form would like to have manipulated my husband into marrying me. Am I right? Like that would be no fun. We would not have a great connection because disconnection is the result always of manipulation, control that spurs disconnection. But it's in our choice to love one another that we find great everlasting joy joy. Happiness comes and goes, but joy is eternal. And it's found in the middle of that invitation that the Lord presented to us at the beginning of time, the opportunity to choose God. This morning, my encouragement is that we become a yes people. That we when given the invitation to know God more in the midst of our misunderstandings, in the midst of all of our judgments towards him, what he's done or hasn't done for us yet, that we choose to check the yes box on the invitation that he gives us into his glorious kingdom. The kingdom is not heaven far away. The kingdom is here and now the kingdom is at hand. All we have to do is check yes. All we have to do is say Yes. Where in our lives have we said no and then complained that we're not getting the fullness of who God is in our life? I'm the worst offender. I told first service, I can think of three situations in my life just now that I'm like, God, no, it's uncomfortable. I don't want to say yes to you because of what it might cost me. But even me today, Jesus, yes. Yes to you, God. Yes to whatever it costs, because what is that cost in comparison to you, Jesus? If you don't believe that he's good, then it's hard to say yes when he asks you to do challenging things, right? Right? That's why we spent a whole month plus chatting, discussing, growing, learning, stretching to understand maybe a little bit more how good God really is. Because when you say yes to a good God, nothing feels like it is really a cost, right? There's so often times where I have said no 
in my life because it felt so uncomfortable to change. And I regret that. I regret that. I regret the only times in my life that I look back and I'm like, man, I regret X, Y, and Z is usually places where I was slow to say yes to God because he's so good. And every time you say yes to him and accept the invitation into knowing his goodness, you are transformed and you become bigger and better. And all the things that you've been dreaming about, you're actually now big enough, have strong enough character to hold, withstand, right? How many of us have been crying out to God for breakthrough? And he asks us to do something challenging and we say no, not recognizing that that's the avenue. That's the avenue for our breakthrough. It's the avenue for our dreams being realized, birthed, all the things that he's asked of us and he's growing inside of us. Hmm. Here's the temptation. The temptation that we all face is to say yes to a different kingdom. That kingdom could look like your job or culture or a dysfunctional family member. Any structure bathed in fear, you know, money, saying yes to those things before we say yes to the invitation of God. That's the temptation we all face. We all struggle with that. But the reality is God came to bust open the boxes of our lives, the structures that we've built in our brain around him. All of any other kingdom, any other structure that has invited you in, in conflict with where God's inviting you in, is trying to tie you down. And it's attempting to keep you stale and stagnant and not flowing in the ever-growing and changing power of Jesus. We become stagnant when we say no to God. We all do. I do. I become stagnant in my marriage when I say no to connection. I become stagnant in my relationships when I say no to connection. Every area of our life responds to no pretty much the same way. It dries up, right? So it's not like, like boundaries. Like there are healthy boundaries that no creates in the context of relationship. But God does not need to be privy to those boundaries. God is not dysfunctional. He is perfectly healthy. And he loves you far more than you could ever think, ask, or imagine. And what he asks you and invites you into is always an opportunity to know his goodness in your life and nothing more, right? Nothing more. He's not trying to get you to like work really hard for him. He's not trying to get you to like jump through a bunch of hoops for him. He, he has no need of that. He would never have offered that tree in the garden if he needed that from us. No, he wants to know you, your goodness, with his goodness. He wants to have relationship with you. And so this morning, if you will, let me challenge you to think past a great Sunday service or a great message or great worship. All of those things are really, really important because we like to have fun together, right? But more importantly, where have we not responded to the voice of God in our life? It is my job 
as a shepherd and a pastor to ask you that question. Where have we said no to the voice of God in our life? God, where have you invited us into a revelation of your goodness and we've said no because it's felt really uncomfortable? God is emphatically declaring over you, discomfort pales in comparison to my goodness. Discomfort is for a moment, goodness is for eternity. Discomfort is for a short season, but eternity possesses the fullness of God. We are not Christians so that we can live great lives. We are Christians because our lives have to count for something, right? Because the world outside of this room is dying they don't know his goodness and they don't know his love, but we do. And every time we say yes to him, we know a little bit more, right? So if it's not just for me, it's for them. If it's not just for us that we say yes, it's for them. When he asks you to give everything in your bank account, it's for them. It's for you too, because as we, as we obey him, we know him and we become like him. To go to the other side of the globe and serve the poor is for them. And our lives mean very little if it's all about us. And this room is filled with yes people. This room is filled with hungry people. Because I feel it. You're pulling on the spirit right now. I feel an opportunity for you to respond. The worship team can come back now. We're going to close in some worship, in a response this morning. Is that okay? Do you feel challenged? I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm trying to encourage you to lean into a God who's really that good. Whatever lie has told you that he is not good, push it aside this morning. Take every opportunity When it says the kingdom of heaven is apprehended with violence, he was not meaning guns and swords. It was a picture of hunger, of hunger. As we stir our hunger in the presence of God, saying yes to the invitation that he extends to us in our lives, our hunger grows and everybody else's hunger grows too because you can't, it's like, it's like a wildfire, it's caught. You know, the presence of God in our lives as we get close to those who don't know him, they catch it, right? We've all had experiences where people are like, you're different. There's something different about you. Yes, yes, there's something different about us here at Legacy Nashville. There's something different about you guys. I know many of you by name. I've hung out with a lot of you. And you always tell me you want your life to count for something. And that's why you're here. That's why we serve God. Not because, you know, it's religious. It's because it's true and he's good. So this morning, would you just join me in responding? Responding to his love and goodness in our lives. We can stand. I'm going to pray over us before we sing a bridge in worship. I genuinely want this to be encouraging for you because I see it in you. And I see the hunger stirring. And as we've been talking about God's goodness, we have to respond to it, right? 
We can't just talk about his goodness and become well acquainted with his goodness and not experience his goodness, right? So, figure out how we should respond. God, whatever it looks like for you to respond, it might be coming up to the front. It might be lifting your hands. It might be closing your eyes, but it's important that if you feel the Holy Spirit stirring inside of you this morning to say yes to an invitation of his goodness being revealed in your life, that you respond this morning. Don't let it pass you by. We have an opportunity Jesus, we respond to you this morning. We declare that you have the words of life and that every invitation you send our way, we choose to respond yes to it. We choose to respond yes to your goodness this morning. Just start telling God yes in whatever way is appropriate for you. God, yes, we say yes to the invitation of your love this morning. We reject offense, we reject unforgiveness, and we embrace you, Jesus. Like I said, whatever that looks like for you this morning, if that's coming to the front, a few of you, that's exactly what it will be. For some of you, it's gonna be lifting your hands in worship. For others, it's gonna be tears. For others, it's just gonna be a quiet reminder to yourself that he is Lord. He is king and worthy of our everything. So this morning, let's just start as the worship team starts lifting up music. Just start using your voice. Just start singing in the spirit. It doesn't have to be tongues. Just whatever the spirit is saying, respond to him. Respond to God this morning.